Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. It's Thursday. We wrap up the podcast week. Uh, Al and Jerry with you. Al wearing very cool American flag sneakers today, which I thought were awesome, by Thank the way. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, and we come to you the day after the Met loss, and we're here for another podcast. I had to pull rank on uh, some other podcasters in the building, Jerry. Uh, there How were some so? other. Well, there's some other podcasters. Well, there's a lot of them actually. We, we, yeah, it's a lot of podcasts. So we normally tape in the Boomer and Carton studio after the show, right? But on Thursdays, on uh, Wednesdays, Boomer's using that studio for something. On Thursdays, he's taping that the uh, Westwood One show that airs on Sundays. Right, that takes football a full show. Hour. Yeah, the football preview show. So we can't use that. So we use a production room. But there's so many podcasts now, Jerry. That podcasters are always in here. But I feel like I can. I feel like if I think we have more podcast listeners than another podcast, that I can ask them to change studios. Well, it's also our schedule, too. It is our schedule, Jerry. Oh, by Thank the way, you. I mean, we're in here every Thursday from 1020 to basically 11. Right. Give and take a few minutes because of me running around. But I don't understand why someone else would come in here and pull our spot. So I, I pulled a rank on a uh, Ultimate Fighting podcast. Oh, is that Hoffman and uh, Feldman? Mm, yes. So Got it. Um, hopefully, and I know one of them does does actual ultimate fighting. Isaac won his first fight last so week. So hopefully he doesn't put me in like a stranglehold of some sort. Isaac could literally kill both yeah, of us. Yeah, could crush us. Like literally could yes. kill us. I don't mean at like, the same oh, time. he could kill you. No, like he could kill us. If we were to fight him at the same time, I would hope you would grapple him. And if he, when you were tangling him on the ground, I would kick him in the ribs. Would you or would yeah. you just watch like no, when I, I change tires? No, I would... I would kick, but be ready to run in case he got up from your grapple. That sounds awful. So I would just you try would to go right for the ribs. Be ready to run. Yes, Jerry. In case he fight. got up, ah! you've heard of fight or flight, right? 
You want to try and do both. Well, first I'd be fighting with the kicking, and then I'd be flighting, running away. You are something special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good to know that I can be in a foxhole yes. with you and you won't run away. You got it, Jerry. Got good you covered. Lord. Hey, something happened to me yesterday, and I immediately thought of you oh, and this you. podcast. Because we sometimes discuss bathroom habits, issues, things that may occur, the way people leave the bathroom in public or workspaces. It's one of my main interests. I know it is, which life. is why I thought of you. So yesterday, uh, I had to go to Columbia to do my weekly football interview. And they have a great facility up there. And I know maybe maybe many people haven't been up there, but it's it's really awesome. They built this, I don't even know. It's 20... considered Ivy League school. No, no, it, it is Ivy League Oh, it is school. Ivy League. Yes. Got it. So up at Baker where they play football and they play lacrosse and soccer and baseball and softball, they have great facilities. So there's a lot of people through this building. So I got up there, and it was literally a couple minutes to one. I needed to I have a 45-minute ride up there with the stupid construction on the West Side Highway, of course. And the interview's at one. I don't have much time. I just need to use the bathroom for number one. It was very quick. A quick pee. Right. So I go around the corner. I open the door. I go in. Oh, the stench out was horrendous. Someone had to go to the bathroom. All good. Fine. I was going to be in and out anyway. Not that big a deal. Go to the bathroom. Wash my hands. Open the door. Someone's waiting. I felt like saying, dude, not me. Right. Not me. I don't know who this guy was, but I feel like next time I see him, he's going to look at me and be like, that guy reeks. That's the guy that bombarded the bathroom with poop smell. That, but it wasn't me. It wasn't you. No, and I have proof because there's no way you could do that or make that smell in 60 seconds or less, which is as fast as I was in and out of that bathroom. Yeah, I don't know why we assume, but I do it too. The you timing's ass- terrible. Right, you assume the person that just left the bathroom oh, left the smell, even though it could horrible. have been lingering there for many, terrible. many hours. Terrible. It's just like when you talk to someone, you may have 4,000 conversations with them. One time he's got bad onion breath. That's onion That's breath That's the bad guy. breath guy. It's so terrible. You're, you're here to say that uh, if someone walked into a bathroom at Columbia yesterday, that smell was not you. No. You simply peed. Like, I wouldn't even bring this up if it was me. So what? Right. The fact that it's not bothered me all day. I understand that. That I would bo- feel the same that way. That guy probably went home and told his wife. Right. By the way, the dude that does football. You know oh that guy, God. Jerry Recco? Good Lord. His poop no, stinks. No, 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 no. But it does stink, but that no, wasn't you. But it wasn't me. Right. I did not contaminate okay. that bathroom, and that bothered me. What about next time just put a sign up, it wasn't me? Signed like Jerry Shaggy? Recco. It, it wasn't, wasn't me, me, right? Signed Jerry Recco, yes. Oh, man, that was brutal. So that happened. I thought of you immediately. Thank you. For good or for bad. And I texted you. You did. Right after it happened, before I went in to do my interview. Like, come on. It probably rattled you for the interview. I bet if I listened back to that interview that I could sense you were a little rattled. No chance. Oh. I was not rattled. By the way, the only the only breath that doesn't bother me mm-hmm. is coffee breath because I feel like everybody has it. Right. That one I give everybody a pass to. Doesn't coffee mean breath. you didn't brush your teeth and use mouthwash. You get in the car, you have coffee. What are you going to do? So be it. You have coffee breath. Jerry, one of the things from the Met game last night that uh, was that the internet was a buzz over yeah. was not the actual game, but a commercial that aired during the Met game Which on one? ESPN. It was a commercial for something called Curves Connect. I didn't see it. It is a commercial for an online dating site if you want to date curvy women. Well, aren't all women curvy? No, no, they mean... Here's the thing, Jerry. In online dating, curvy means fat. Oh. So this is really... Because I did online dating a couple years ago. So this has been a thing for a while. The the word... Well, well, this is a website just for 
curvy women. Like, you, in, if you're interested, Jerry, in dating a fatter woman. I'm married. So well, I'm you're not. married, so you're out. I'm out. Yeah. Then you would go on to this. I was on Match.com a number of years okay. ago. But even then, in the description, women would write, would check the curvy box if they were fat. Because no kidding. There was the, the next thing you could check. You could either check, like, a slim, athletic, curvy, a few extra pounds. So no one wants to put a few extra pounds. So a few extra pounds becomes curvy. Curvy becomes athletic. Really? Yes. Interesting. Just so you people know. What did you check off for yourself? Athletic? athletic. I did. I don't. I, I think that's athletic about right. Athletic build. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm, I don't have an athletic build. Sure you do. I have a slim See, build, I believe. No, I would say you have an athletic build, oh, actually. Okay, then I, I was correct, Jerry. Thank Especially you. looking at the rest of society. Right, yes. that's what we do. We judge each other based on that. But this uh, Curves Connect is, they come, they're the same people that do Farmers Only dating oh, really? website. They have this one we as suck. well. What are we doing? So man? people were quite a buzz with this, Jerry. They liked it, or that it was. Uh, they found it uh, a little inappropriate for no, family viewing this. a baseball because there was curvy women in there. In like, uh, so there were heavy women in the commercial. A heavier women in the commercial wearing like bikinis and such. So threw a couple, just threw some people off. Curves connect. Shout out to them. Good job by them though, because they got people talking. They've got a podcast talking about them. So. Good How many job. members do you think they have? Uh, well, that's a great question. I don't know, but now they ran that in a baseball game on ESPN. I'm in the sure hundreds they... of thousands or in the millions. No, hundreds of thousands. Not hundreds of thousands. Yes, or tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. I'm going to say they're under the hundred thousand. By the way, think of that. Let's say they had ten thousand members paying nineteen dollars a month. Are you kidding me? Right. That's a hundred and ninety thousand dollars a month. Right. To hook you up with curvy women. That is not terrible. Not terrible. Can I clean up one thing from the yes. show? Moment of the day, I took a beating on Twitter. Oh, and yes. I totally get it, and that's fine. Now, in fairness, the leader in the clubhouse before Hitchcock was what we played. Which Bob, was what? Which for those was that didn't hear you it. not wanting to buy a ring for Craig. <laughs> oh, Craig asked me if I would buy right. a, buy, be buying it. Or jewelry or something like that. Which for him. Do a, for like, a commitment to him. Right. Like Bob Dwyer belly laughed in the back when he heard <laughs> right. it. And I laughed out loud. I thought it was funny in studio. So that was the leader in the clubhouse. When you did the whole Itchcock thing. Itchcock Perlman, the uh, violinist. Right. There were a couple. Let me just quickly go over this because everybody thinks that I screwed it up. They're mad at you. I didn't screw it up. I wanted that to be moment of the day. Here are the problems we had. You did not know legitimately that he was in a wheelchair. So when you do that live, it was genuine, it was honest, it was innocent. I was wondering why he wasn't standing to do the violin. I did not know he's in a wheelchair. To rerun that highlights the fact that the man's in a wheelchair and we were ignorant to that fact. That's number one. So we decided let's leave that part out. Okay. Then the other good part when you called him Hitchcock. Was funny, except that there were so many spaces in between the lines, it would have been two and a half minutes with two or three really good lines, but it would have taken forever. And then thirdly, all the funny stuff at the end, Bob was not comfortable with replaying live fine, but we're not going to go back to whatever. Sexual innuendo. Yes. Hilarious Some of it really. And he's like, if we're not going to edit them out. And it was in the middle of commercial reads. Right. So the whole piece was really long, and there were reasons why we didn't run it. So it would be good to run as a segment. It does not really work 
as I a moment couldn't in agree time. with you more. Yes. All right, we, we that try makes to keep sense, these Jerry. moments to 50 seconds. That one was way too I like long. it. That's what originally this podcast was going to be. Yes. The post-game podcast going over things from the show. Right. But you've somehow turned it. No, 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 no. You have turned it into what you want into, to turn it into. And I'm good with that because I like you. And into that's this Halloween costume that's become popular this year for Halloween. Uh, they're calling it the, well, I don't know how other way to say it, Jerry, the dickhead con, uh, costume where you can put a rubber penis oh, man. on your head. Now, what adult and that's would what do that? What adult would do that, Jerry? I don't know. Now, I think that would be funny there for you if you go to a costume party mm-hmm. with adults. That's right. funny. You, I better not see any parents walking around so with it's that on a, Halloween. Uh, it's a... The, tip of a penis that you put as a mask on your head and you right. go as that right looks kind of interesting jerry it, it looks like the little guy with the sword and the bugs bunny cartoons so to be clear you'd rather do this stuff than go over things from the show no i don't care oh you don't care either way do not care i follow your lead and i'm happy thank I, you it does not matter to me yep it's very popular so it would be embarrassing though if you showed up to a halloween party and there were two of you wearing the penis head so check with your friends to make sure they're not going as the penis head costume. Right. There really line. should be only one. Otherwise, it's not hilarious. Yes. More than one penis head, too much. Too much. The penis head fish. Just too much, Jerry. Penis head. Exactly. Right. So that having been said, again, mm-hmm. adult costume party, fine. Please don't wear that around the streets. I don't think you would see, you know, someone wheeling their, uh, uh, walking around with their kids in really? a uh, did we not do a wagon. story about an adult pooping on someone's lawn? We did yesterday. yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. It was yesterday. God Actually, forbid. serial pooper has been known many times. Right. So we should not expect anybody to wear the dickhead costume. No, 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 okay. no. I think Just... people are above that, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would be a problem at all. I'd rather see the costume than the poo- than the person on the lawn. Oh. Are you out of your mind? I see. Right. How about this one? How about this? How about this, Jerry? Jerry from Burbank, California. There is a candle that you can get for your home. You know, I don't know if you go do Yankee candles, that sort of thing at home, where it smells like, ooh, uh, is Jerry baking banana bread? Whatever my wife buys, we burn. I love the vanilla scent candles. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Very lovely. Here's an interesting one. This is a scented candle that makes your home smell like the Apple store. Oh, I like that. Wait, well, no, wait a minute. Not apples. You mean Apple computers? Yes. Oh, God. The Apple Store. What does that smell like? Cold air conditioning? No, no. It smells like technology, Jerry. Cutting edge technology. Does it smell like a new car? No. This is replacing the new car smell. Apple Store smell. This will probably make a fortune. The candle retails for $24. Yeah. Currently out of stock because it was already purchased. Were people people online for weeks for it like they are at the Apple Store for things? That's right, Jerry. Do they mm-hmm. sell it at the Apple store? They do not. It's not an official Apple product. Oh, well, how did they get all away with that then? Well, I think they're calling it something else. Let me see if it's got a if it's got an actual name. High tech uh, scent. It's called New Mac Candle. But my mm-hmm. guess is they did not get approval. And can Yankee Candle makes this. No, they do not. Oh. I was just saying similar to a Yankee Candle. Uh, uh the smell is that of a newly unpackaged MacBook. Wow, that sounds Mac. really exciting. <laughs> I'd rather go with the banana nut bread or the uh, oh, that's the vanilla. best. Um, well, sometimes I feel like I want to chew on the candle when it tastes when it smells so good. Yeah, or you could just go get some vanilla yogurt or something and actually eat vanilla. Oh, 
that would be another option, I suppose. I like the scent of the beach. You ever get those a little the beach? blue? Yeah, the yeah. little blue candles. That's I honestly don't know what the smell is. It does not smell like the beach, but right. that's how it's built. And awesome. Fresh linen also is a good one. No, I like. No, it's not. Oh, you don't like, like mothballs? Oh, who wants that? I feel like it smells like kind of like fresh cotton linen. Like I just cleaned my sheets. Stick with vanilla. Like it was that one time a month where I clean my sheets, and it smells nice. So you have those issues once a month. <laughs> Jerry, before when you popped into the uh, studio doing the Boomer and Carton show, yes, um, I, I follow on Twitter uh, Time Magazine. Okay, they're actually a decent follow. They have they post kind of cool yep. stories and photos too. I think and photos. Yep. They posted a story of a um, what appears to be a Bigfoot sighting in Michigan, and I showed you yeah. the video, which you denied. I didn't deny. I just don't believe it. So there's a uh, the woods. There's a wooded area in Michigan where they have a camera. On an eagle's nest. Right. Because an eagle just gave birth to baby eagles. Mm-hmm. And evidently, when people are not watching porn on the internet, they're looking at uh, the eagle cam okay. to look at these baby eagles. Right. So it's an aerial shot of a close-up of this eagle nest, but you can see in the peripheral parts the woods. And there is what appears to be a Bigfoot walking around the Michigan woods. I showed it to Eddie Scazzeri who loves the supernatural. He told me it looked like a man in a Bigfoot costume that was trying to get noticed. Right. And then says to me, why would he know this? I don't know. Uh, Michigan is not a hotbed for Bigfoot sightings. (laughs) I showed you, and you thought, what of it? Nothing. Oh. It looks goofy. I I don't think... You told me it looked like an ape. Uh, I said yes. I said maybe it's an ape. I guess it's possible. And then I said, could be my uncle. Ha, 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 ha. Your hairy uncle. Right. But, I mean, I... I'll believe it when you trap the thing, let me see. Yeah, why Come haven't on. we trapped the Bigfoot yet? Because it probably doesn't exist. Oh, because that's why. All right. Yeah, how about that? Or like we never found a dead one yet. It's kind of like aliens, right? There's aliens yes. out there. They're going to take over the world. People have been saying that for a thousand years. Where are they? Especially now, Jerry. Everyone has cameras. Right, and technology. I mean, they must have Apple up there, right? They probably are. They're online. You're th- suggesting the aliens have iPhones? Oh, they must. MacBooks and iPads? Of course the iPads. they do. Okay. Sure. They're smarter than we are. They've built spaceships. Right? How come they haven't come and taken us already? That is true. We have such technology now that we film everything at all times. We have and photos from hundreds of light years away. Yeah. We don't see anything. No aliens. We've got photos of Mars. Where are the aliens? Okay, so you're out for Bigfoot. Yes. You're out for aliens. Yes. What about the Loch Ness Monster? I'm out. Yeah, I was. I used to I believe in the Loch alligator. Ness Monster. That's what I think. Yeah. Or of like course, when you were whale. seven, yeah. you believed in the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot and, the and Berm- aliens. And the Bermuda Triangle. And dinosaurs. That supposedly when planes would fly over the Bermuda Triangle, they would disappear. Right. Exactly. But then I always thought, why just not fly over there? <laughs> right. Just take the long route. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it. Uh, folks, we're not going to go over the Bermuda Triangle today as planes have disappeared. Uh, we're going to take the long way. I am going to beat this myth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, oh, no. Not. Probably not. And then, Jerry, I have for you a research. I'm not going to call it a study. Research out of the University of North Carolina. Found good school? That, uh, it's a good school, yeah. right? Tar Heels. They found that one particular skill helps men get women up to 29% more than not having this skill. Okay. That's easy. Have I made that clear? Yeah. So if you have this skill, mm-hmm. you have a 29% better chance of getting women then if you do not have this skill. I think that's easy. All right. Conversationalist. Exactly, Jerry. They call it 
the ability to tell a story. Yep. I don't even think that that's a question. And yet, it took me till I was probably in my 40s, definitely, to figure out that you did not have to be a great-looking guy to date very attractive women. Yeah. You have to be able to engage them. Yeah. And kind of, because while, and it's, it is true. I mean, I don't, me and my wife, have we've, we've had this conversation. While men really are attracted to the looks first. I think there's something to that for the women, you know, and the men too. But if you, if a woman gets to know a guy quickly or just is enthralled by the way he speaks or the topics of which he talks, right? all of a sudden there is some sort of interest. A guy, it sounds shallow, but it's true. If you're not attractive or not attracted to that person because what one person finds attractive, someone else doesn't, so be it. If you, Al Dukes, do not find that girl over there attractive, you're never going to talk to her. Right. And even if she talks, you're going to hear the Charlie Brown teacher. It's not going to go anywhere. You have to have, I think for men, there has to be that physical attraction first. The other stuff can come later. I think for women, it could go either way. Right. I think. So many times we've seen beautiful women with very average guys, and they're not rich guys. So they are guys that are just have a great personality sure. and are engaging to speak to. Absolutely. No question. Treat them right. They'll probably cheat on you, but treat them right, right. and you'll be in good shape. Yes. They'll go after the bad boy on their... <laughs> the bad boy. I, by the way, I will never... Do you believe never, in that one, the bad boy? I, I do. And I will never for the life of me understand it. Why women love a bad boy? I don't get it. I really don't get it. I mean, I I get the adrenaline rush. That's fine. So take your wife skydiving. I mean, (laughs) you don't need to, or your girlfriend. I don't understand. Oh, you got a guy, he takes care of you. You know, you guys get along. Everything's great. You know, but it's not as exciting as it could be. Well, make it exciting. Right. What are you doing? How about this? Stop blaming him or stop blaming her and start doing something about it. Nothing drives me more crazy. And maybe you have a a big family, too. Yes. I hate, 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 hate. And I have a great answer, and it always gets squashed immediately. Whenever I will see a cousin or even my sister sometimes, my brother once in a while, oh, you you, you don't call? Like, you're not interested? We have no relationship? Like, last time I checked, you had a phone, too, and mine ain't ringing. Right. So stop yelling at me. Yell at yourself. Right? It goes both ways. Like if he had called you a bunch of times, you didn't return his call, then they have a... Then you're an a-hole. That's fine. I totally agree with him. But man, if if, if you both aren't making the effort, shut up. Or if you're not making the effort, shut up. It's kind of like a funny story. I am not very handy. There are certain things... I'm a great painter. Very good painter. Is that right? Yes. You can do the edges and everything? Yes. I take very well. I paint okay. I'm trying to learn how to do tile work because I'm interested in that. I think that would be fun. Uh, but beyond that, I mean, I got nothing, right? I can't build anything. I can't. I've done, I could do sheetrock now. That's fine. Nothing great. I can't spackle. But no matter what I do, my wife's always the type. Mm, could probably use one more coat. I mean, one, one, I'll paint your face. Give me one more coat, right? So one day, she decided she wanted me to paint the door, our front door, black. And I'm like, nah. My wife doesn't seem interested in doing that, and I didn't. So about three months went by. I come home one day, the door's black. She painted it black. Really? So when I'm driving in, I noticed it immediately. I'm like, wow, son of a bitch. Good for her. She finally, you know what? She said, I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't stopping. She did it. So I start walking towards the door. I'm like, wow, that's not a good paint job. Terrible. Week later, 
You know the wood trim that goes around the glass? Yes. Completely split and broke and all over the place. Yeah, she didn't check to find out what kind of paint she was supposed to use. She just went and bought black paint. So the paint she bought was not for the wood trim, and it completely destroyed. Now we have a and we have it replaced next week, but it completely has this like wind tunnel through our house now because she completely ruined the door. The paint ate the wood. Yes. Really? Yes, and it completely splintered, and it broke apart, and it looks like an erect penis. That's the message <laughs> to you, that next time you better get this taken care of, No, no, the me- no, 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 no. Oh, it's not that. Here's the message. Oh, you don't like it? Why don't you go paint another door there, Ace? And she's like, I know. It's the greatest thing that could have ever happened. There's two things that have been great in my life. She ruined the door, and once she forgot to buckle my son in the car seat. And she didn't tell me. He told me. So oh, it was like, by the way. Anytime anything ever happens, I don't know, maybe you want to be worried about your son's safety. Yeah, maybe time? you buckle your kid in. Greatest thing ever. And paint the door correctly. I got to go. All right, Jerry. Uh, warm up is next. We were exceptionally good today. Oh, so stick around for that after Al says goodbye. Sue. It's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, Boomer and Carton coming up in 17 minutes. Jerry now with you until then. And last night the Mets played their playoff game, uh, their wild card playoff game with the Giants. And I really thought because everybody was expecting a pitcher's duel, we'd get a lot of runs. And instead it was every bit the pitcher's duel uh, that people thought we would see. 3 nothing out, not many base hits, some opportunity in the end. A guy who probably shouldn't have played winds up beating them with a home run. A somewhat boring game, Jerry, as a pitcher's duel. I, I saw you could tweeting. could not disagree with you more. Lead up until the... Could not disagree more. You're going to tell me from yes. the, in the fifth and bridging the fifth and sixth innings when Noah Syndergaard strikes out uh, in sequence, Pagan, Panic, Gillespie, and Bumgarner. That place was electric. Like, that was... Aw- that's not cool. No, it's cool. I agree. The first but I like few to innings, see some runs. I don't. I the don't disagree. With, the problem with the pitcher's duel is as soon as one run is scored, you know you're screwed and you have yes, no shot. Let alone three, which is why when the home run was hit, I tweeted, "I'm going to take a nap now." Right. Because this game is pretty much over. And so a couple things on this, and I know you watched the game. Mike Winters, the home plate umpire, was horrendous. Now I know we're watching the game with that stupid little box. I get umpiring is a tough thing to do. He. Angel Pagan, when one at bat, I forget what inning, maybe it was the eighth inning or something, the first two pitches are not on the line. They are right in the middle of the box, and he calls balls on them. He wound up striking out fine, but he was terrible last night. So that was one thing. The other thing, uh, Granderson's catch was awesome. That was awesome. And what I just alluded to is Connor Gillespie was, I do not think would have played if Eduardo Nunez wasn't injured. And so yesterday when the roster for the game comes out, I go in, I tell Joe and Evan, I'm like, hey, no Nunez. He's got some sort of a sore hamstring, Gillespie likely to start at third base. And Joe's like, Mets caught a break. Mets catching a big break. Well, that didn't work out so well. And Jerry, what do you say to the people that say, why did they pull Noah Syndergaard after, what did he have, 108 pitches? You know, it's so funny because I'm watching the game with my son, and I forget who was up. That was the top of the seventh inning, I believe, when when Pagan came up uh, because there were two outs. I said, if he can get Pagan here quick, he comes back out for the eighth. And then Pagan battled him a little bit, and then he winds up uh, getting panicked. But once it went to 107, 108, I'm like, there's no way 
The guy's got the bone spurs, right? I mean, he's been doing dealing with that all year. I'm like, I figured he was good till 115. If he's only good for seven or eight pitches, are you really going to bring him back in the eighth inning? Well, that's the problem, too, when you're striking 10 guys out. You're working a lot of pitch counts. Yeah. These guys were fouling balls off. Yep, and that's been, and I don't want to say his problem because he's awesome, but that's been his issue is his pitch count gets driven up to where sometimes he'll be at 100 pitches in the fifth inning. And you don't get, like, what Bumgarner, what was 21 pitches to get through the first three innings yesterday? Yeah, when they finally went to Terry Collins in the uh, dugout for that quick, like, TV interview. Yep. Are they like, is anyone going to take a pitch? Because everyone's swinging on first, so second pitches, and yeah. that, that guy's getting out of these innings with... He doesn't even look like he's laboring through anything. He wasn't. He's very smooth, Jerry. Do you realize, his, and I said this um, on the national report that'll air, in his last 23... Uh, innings in playoff or 23 is it 23 innings I think yeah in like playoff games and deciding he's given up no runs like no earned runs Bumgarner and nothing looks special when you watch him pitch no well the curveball looks pretty awesome but you're right the fastball's at 91 92 it's a major league fastball all right good changeup. but yeah this is what I was telling you yesterday I think on the podcast I watched him against the Yankees I'm like this is the great Bumgarner Yes, it is. It's a, it really is amazing. And then sucks to be familiar. You got to live with that now the entire well, offseason. Now there's that the other stinks. there's the argue, the other argument to taking Cindergard out. Maybe he would have given you one more inning. You still were going to end up with familiar in the ninth. And I listen, things change once something changes in the scope of a, the night. Everything can change, but you feel bad for. And him. then Terry Collins did with what Buck Showalter didn't do, which was put your closer in different situation. Without any, without Much a different lead. situation. All right, because uh, when you're at home, you're not. You might not have the lead. You're, oh, I see. So it makes no sense to save him, and that you're not saving him for a save opportunity. And one other quickie on that one: the Joe Panic walk could have changed everything, and they were doing that on TV because if they get him out, they probably walk Gillespie to force San Francisco's hand to pinch hit for Bumgarner, and instead he walks home run. So baseball season's over, Jerry. In New uh, York, it is over. And really, f- yes, around no, here. No, no, in no. In New York. No, no, I'm saying, but <laughs> no one in New York is watching a Blue Jays. You don't or... think people be interested in the Cubs? No. Okay. I mean, they'll be interested to like, oh, let me hear if the Cubs won. No one's sitting in front of their TV See, in I New actually, Jersey watching a Cubs game. We will. And oh, I think you you've be. got really good teams. I Recos. think people are interested. Yeah, I think you're interested in Daniel Murphy. If you're, I mean, you don't want to see him win, I don't think. But you're interested in the Nationals and Murphy. The Dodgers and Giants have following here. And I think people are interested in the Cubs. And the Blue Jays, Rangers, you could get a brawl at any moment. That I want to see. A fist fight, Jerry. You may get it. All right. You may get it. Otherwise, um, we're on to football season. Yes, I want to play a clip for you. All right. You explained to me. Let's see if you know what this is. This is Brandon Marshall. I'll tell you that. And he said this yesterday. Put your hands on your knees and you just thrust your butt. So, <laughs> now. Put your hands on your knees and thrust your butt. Right. Now, they're playing the Steelers, so that should make it a little easier as to oh, where we're going with this. He wants to twerk. He would like to twerk. Put your hands on your knees and you just thrust your butt. And he says he will twerk. Because that's what Antonio if, Brown does. Yes. And he went into this whole thing on how it's just ridiculous that guys can express themselves and the NFL should allow it because it makes the league more colorful and it's more fun and very, it's entertaining. Uh, very assumptive of him, Jerry, that he's going to get if, in the end zone He said this if week. he Good gets luck. in the end Only if he gets in the end oh, zone. Oh, if he yes, gets in the end zone. He absolutely said if he, gets in the, if he gets in the end zone. So I saw that the NFL is going to send a video to the teams to let them know what unsportsmanlike right. conduct is and uh, these twerking and things. 
Do you think they have like one of the one of the suits in the office that will show you what twerking? I hope so. Is acceptable? I hope they do. And how much thrusting is too much? Yeah, because what they could do is they could have a guy in a suit. Yes, right. Like and Mr. Could, Dean Blandino. Mr. Dean Blandino. Mr. Dean Blandino. They could have him doing the you know the twerking thing, right? And then they could put a big X over it. Not acceptable. And then they could show you a video of Barry Sanders. Acceptable. Yeah. See, I had a tweet about that the other day. And uh, people were furious with me that uh, I don't want to have they, the the old no fun league NFL right. thing. But at some point, it becomes stupid. Yeah, well, they become choreographed, and they start thinking about it and yes. trying to put on a show. I agree with you. I think they should be given five seconds to do whatever they want, and that's it. Literally, even, that is it. Even pelvic thrusting, Jerry? Yeah, why not? For five seconds. If If Miley Cyrus can do it, Right on the MTV Music Awards or wherever they're doing these things, why not? I mean, there's a point that you can cross a line. I'm not saying there's there's not, but I mean, Josh Norman was fined ten thousand dollars for shooting the bow and arrow into the crowd. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. There's issues with the name of that team, whether we disagree with it or agree with it. That's another story. But he had done it a couple of other times, and nobody said anything to him. And all of a sudden, he does it a third time. No one gave him a warning. And he gets a fine. Now, that's not sexual, right? The bow and arrow, that's a whole different thing? No, that's a bow and arrow. Oh, an actual bow and arrow. Well, yeah, he was imitating the bow oh, and arrow. Oh, I see. Yeah. But and the point is, fine. there is no clarity. So to your point, Josh Norman was waiting for, he even said, if someone would have told me that I can't do this again, I might have stopped, but I figured I was okay with it. Right. And now he got fined $10,000. But as you said the other day, that's like finding him a dime. Yeah, the, the fines and the penalties, they, they, the penalties on the kickoff, right? It's like 15, 15 yards. yards. Yeah. The wide receivers aren't even thinking about that when they do it. They don't care. It's like, okay, well, the other team's Nor getting the Josh ball. Josh Norman. He just picked the ball off and saved a touchdown. Right. So what does he care? So instead of starting at the 20, half the distance to the goal will start at the 10. Right. I don't care. I stopped the touchdown. Exactly. Uh, no pretty difference. Much, pretty much. Pretty much. What else you have here? We got and another thing? I do have another thing. So Utah Jazz Center Jeff uh, Wythe or Yeah, I never heard of him. You never heard of him. But no, you never have either since you I can't have pronounce never heard his name. Of him. No shot. Right. Uh, anyway, he was fortunate enough, Jerry, to be, uh, to be engaged to the Playmate of the Year. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. But he cheated on her. So she's called that off, and she's blaming social media that he's picking up chicks on Twitter. Has on nothing the, to do with the fact he's an NBA player no, with a lot of money? No, he's picking up chicks on, like, Twitter oh. and Instagram. Hmm. So she's blaming social media for their breakup. And not him. I just think it's interesting. Like, a guy is is engaged to the playmate of the year. Not even a random just one of the months, playmate of the year, Jerry. Right. That's not good enough. Listen. <laughs> that he's looking for more. And I looked at him, not that great looking guy. Yeah, but he's got people. We've had this discussion. And he's not before. even on a team like the Utah Jazz. Well, in Utah, there's still gorgeous women all over the oh, place. So they're not, right? And he's good on point. the road a lot. Remember, Andre, was it Andre Karolinko? Eddie, you'd remember. I think it was Andre Karolinko when he was on the Jazz. Why would Eddie remember that? Eddie remembers every oh. stupid sports fact that none of us remember. Uh, Andre Karolinko of the Jazz, right? He had that agreement with his wife where he was allowed to have one relationship outside of the marriage every year. Per season? Per season. Like in the season. When she was back in Russia, she knew that there would be temptation. They had an agreement, and I believe they've spoken about it, so I'm not speaking at a turn. He was allowed one encounter per year. Was she allowed an encounter with a Russian I gentleman? I imagine she probably was, but I don't know the answer to that. That was even. That's uh, a, that's even a good seen. woman right there. 
So the, <laughs> I don't know that most women would agree with that, but yes, so the, most men would. The Playmate of the Year is available. Apparently so. So if you're available, dating. go after her. Yes, Boomer if you're an Carton. NBA player and you can go get the Playmate of the Year, go for it, Jerry. Boomer and Carton coming up in just a few on The Fan. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.